Fear has destroyed more dreams than lack of skills ever will. My name is Anne Jean-Pierre and welcome to the Godly Business Podcast. So today I want to talk about how fear is probably the number one cause for so many businesses not succeeding. Now, I know from a biblical perspective, we probably all have heard on how God has not given us a spirit of fear and, you know, the hundreds of verses surrounding fear. Today, I wanted to bring up that subject uh, for a specific reason, more in relations to fear within our businesses and specifically when it comes to sales. Now, Fear in our businesses can manifest in multiple different ways, right? So we may decide not to start a business or be delayed in starting a business or find many excuses as to reason why not to expand our businesses and things like that, all of which can be based around fear when you really sit there and ask yourself certain questions. The main thing I wanted to talk about today was as a sales trainer, coach, and consultant, I found that fear is one of those things that silently kill your business and that people don't even realize that that's what's really truly crippling their business. What do I mean by that? So one of the things I notice when um, I'm speaking to prospects and clients is that when it comes to sales, when it comes to asking for the sale, for some reason, a lot of people tend to freeze. They will give you all of the information about the services that they offer. They will go on and on about the benefits, but never actually ask to close the cell. And asking to close the cell is what really start the sales process, right? So for, I'm going to give you a scenario. For example, you are selling hand cream at the arts market this weekend and at your table you have all of your samples laid out for people to come and try and see if they like it a customer comes talk to you you tell them all of the benefits how great it is for the skin all the features the oils that you use all of that the whole time in your mind you are hoping that the customer just decides to buy but never do you ask them, hey, how many would you like? Did you want to buy this one? Did you want to try that one? None of that. You just go on and on talking about how great this product is, but never ask the person to buy. And what I find is that oftentimes when people do that is because they are afraid if they ask for the sale, someone will say no. And because of that and other perception, like a a major uh, obstacle that I find with my clients and particularly women 
is that they have a perception that asking for the sale is not something that they should do. They have a preconceived perception that selling within itself is a bad thing. So because of that negative perception, when it comes to asking for the sale, all of a sudden they tense up, they freeze up, they never want to approach the issue and try to walk around it as if someone is going to just give them the sale. Not yes, it works every now and then. Somebody would just buy it. But how many opportunities are you missing, right? Like the saying goes, how much money are you leaving on the table by not asking to close the sale? By not asking, hey, how many of these lotions did you want to buy today? Did you, I see you like this one. Did you want to go ahead and buy it today? Those are the questions I'm not seeing people ask. And a lot of time when you dig deeper, what I uncover is that they have a fear base around asking to close, actually asking for the money. Talking about money, the other thing I notice is when it comes to the sales conversation in particular. So let's say you got to the point where the person is interested in a product. You just give them all the information that they need um, and some that they didn't even ask for because a lot of time when people are afraid of sales, afraid of closing, they tend to talk too much. They just tend to just talk and talk and talk and tell you about the features, which is oftentimes they don't realize is annoying to the customer and is actually killing yourselves. But that's a completely different subject, right? So let's say the customer is actually now interested. They actually do want to buy. And then they ask the question, um, how much is it? Another thing that I find is, depending on how the conversation is going, the person selling, their voice change, their attitude change when it comes to talking about money, to talking about how much it is that their service costs. And I find that to be so interesting. And I see it across all business types, whether it's it's selling a physical product, um, whether it's selling a service, I find that everywhere. And that's between male and female, but mostly a lot more um, among females is that when it comes to, you know, naming the price, telling you, hey, my services cost $3,500 or $200, somehow the voice cracks and they become hesitant to talk about the money or asking like, oh yes, it's $45 for this Kindle. And when I uncover, again, a lot of the things that I uncover with that is one, the fear of asking for the sale and the fear of money. There is this huge thing that I hear people say over and over and over again. I don't need money. I'm okay. You know, money and everything, which is a lie. You want money. Otherwise, why would you be in business? Come on, let's keep it real. You want money. And especially as Christian, this whole idea that, oh, well, you know, money is the root of all evil. 
That's not what the Bible says. Open it up and read it. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. So, but what I do find is that again and again, this fear around cells, linking it back to money, linking it back to something that is bad, linking it back to, I don't want to, all these negative narrative, like I don't want to, you know, force someone to buy that sells it, sells, selling is bad, that asking for the sell somehow means I'm trying to get people's money. Those are the perceptions and the narrative that I find out are playing in people's heads and all of those fears around asking for the sell and naming your price that are keeping a lot of entrepreneurs from being successful. If their voice don't crack, the other thing that I find a lot of people do is, especially if new entrepreneurs, I, I see this so many times, it's, it's sickening. They will start negotiating against themselves, right? So back to the thing we were talking about earlier, as far as like, you know, their voice cracking. So let's say similar scenario, right? And this person says, hey, I want to buy, okay, I'm I'm interested in lotion. Um, How much is it? And all of a sudden this person is like, well, um, well, it's only $12. Like the way you say it makes me as a customer think, that either you think that the $12 that you're asking for this lotion is too much because you yourself are not confident in the way that you are asking for the sell, telling me the price, right? So that's one. It makes me feel like automatically I'm like, okay, maybe this the $12 is too much. Even though in my mind, I could have been ready to pay $20 for it, right? But because of how you present it, because of your tone of voice, you now making me think that, hey, $12 sounds like it's way too much for the price that you're you're asking me. The second thing it does is now it opens the door for me to try as as a buyer to try and negotiate with you, which is not what you want as a seller right? Because now you're like, oh, well, um, you know, it's, it's $12. I'm thinking, oh, I, maybe I could get it for $10. Maybe I could get it for $9, even though your price are set. And now you push it into a corner where you start to like, oh, wow, maybe I am paying too much. Maybe I'm, I'm asking too much. Maybe I should be $9 because of, of this and that. And I find a lot of times, um, people reduce their prices based on those, um, situations and those, that scenario that I just explained, not because their prices were actually high, but because of how they position and present this, the sell to the customer, they keep having people negotiate down with them. And therefore they find that, oh, well, maybe everyone wants to pay $9, Everyone wants to pay $9 because your tone of voice tells them you're not confident and the price that you're asking is way too much. So that's something that you have to think about. And as far as negotiating, the next thing I was going to talk about is 
again, with your tone of voice, you're setting the tone that you're not confident. So when the person paused, in your mind, you start panicking. And then all of a sudden, you start negotiating against your own self. And this is something, again, I see this a lot, a lot with um, new entrepreneurs, right? Especially for, um, I call it untangible goods, right? More more like untangible services, like um, for stuff like life insurance or um, coaching services, um, you know, things like that. I see it more with, with those customers um, or, or clients rather when they are talking to, to people and one of the things that they run into is that the person would pause, right? Like, hey, um, so what are your prices for this service? And then again, with that tone of voice, you would tell them, oh, you know, it's um, it's $1,500. And then so the person's like, oh, $1,500. And they pause. And instead of you allowing the pause to just stay and just state your fact that, hey, my services is $1,500 and close, you start negotiating your, against yourself and be like, well, um, you know, I can, maybe we can do X, Y, Z instead and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you are making an offer to lower your price because in your mind, you are fearful that either the customer is going to walk away or maybe your prices are too high. And all of this is around the fear of sales, the fear of money, not having a clear understanding of your mindset around money, not having a clear understanding of how the sell process is, not being confident in your product or service or you may be very, very confident in your product or service, but because of your um, negative perception of money, um, and I see this too a lot, like for example, uh, one of my dear friends who wanted to, to sell um, Kindles, and one of the things um, me and her talked about was not selling out of your own pocket. Not selling out of your own pocket. And I'm going to say it a third time. Do not sell out of your own pocket. Meaning the value of your product, right? Using the Kindle, Kindle example, right? The product, the way it's made, the quality of it, the um, everything that comes, the, the ingredient, how it's made, the passion behind it, the story behind it, the brand behind it, everything make this product work. $75. You could definitely go onto the market and put it out there and you will sell that candle for $75. This is what the price is based on the standard that you've had for this product. However, because in your mind where you are currently, you're like, Hey, I don't think I would have been able to afford a $75 candle so therefore, I'm not going to price my Kindle at $75, even though it's definitely worth it. I'm going to set it up um, to where now I'm going to sell it at $25 because that's what I 
And because I'm trying to, in your mind, attract a, an audience that's similar um, economic background, right? You're like, hey, I'm going to price it at this so that more people will be able to afford my product. Well, let me tell you something. You know who's not thinking that way? The Louis Vuittons of the world. And the all the luxury brands that you see. Which, by the way, a lot of them are made in the same exact factory. The same exact factory as the generic brand. They just slap the logo on it. So really what you're buying is the logo, not necessarily a high quality product for real. The same one that you would find, let's say at Ross, right? For sunglasses for $15. Now you're paying $300. Same, same manufacturer because they put the brand of whoever on it. Now the price and the value is, is perceived as better. And I'm, I'm bringing this up because I I see this too often, especially with newer entrepreneurs, people who've been in business like two or three years, where they do this a lot. They, they want to price, well, I want to price to where more people can, can afford it. And it's like, how do you set yourself apart? If your product is, is the quality that you're singing, the price has to reflect it. And I can talk about pricing and business strategy, a a completely different podcast. But what I'm saying is you have to take into consideration how it is that the fear, um, those fear are manipulating you or changing your perspective and changing um, how you run your business and how you move in your business and how they are informing, unfortunately, every aspect of your business and you are letting fear control you to the point that you are leaving money on the table because you're not walking in confidence and in, in the things that you need to do. So these are the, some of the main things that I find often um, dealing with prospects and clients and overcoming those those fears around sell, those um, narratives that you are telling yourself, those self-talks that are really just detrimental to your business because you are stuck in thinking a certain way um, and you are letting fear run your business, run the decision-making. So before we end, I want to challenge you to do this exercise with me and write down, if you if you have the time to really sit down and think, okay, do I do any of those things that I just named, right? Like where you start negotiating against yourself or where you become hesitant to ask for the sell, or you find that you do not ask people to buy. When, if you sit there and think about all of those things I said, and if you recognize that, Hey, that is actually something I do. I want you to really dig deep and find out why it is that you do that. What narrative are you listening to? What have you thought yourself or have you said to yourself over and over again that now you believe it and believe that, you know, this, this is normal or whatever that you may need to change once you, and and be completely honest, this is between you and God. Nobody else is going to see this, right? But I just want you to practice doing that. 
um, write down your fears. What, what it is that you fear about um, in relation to this particular subject and asking for the self, right? Is it that you fear them saying no? Is it that you fear that they will not buy from you? Or, um, and that's, that's really the, the biggest thing or that they will ask you a question that you will not be able to answer, um, properly or don't have, you know, the, um, the skill set to navigate those, those questions. So I want you to write down what it is that you're really fearful of. Once you write it down, I want you to think of two ways that you could overcome those thoughts, right? So for example, let's say one of the things that you may run into because you never ask for the question, um, ask for the sell or that you find yourself um, you know, negotiating against yourself or, you know, having to always discount to get the sell. If you find yourself in those situations, um, I want you to ask, ask yourself a couple things. Um, one, be very, very clear about what your, how, how do I put this? Like what your business offers that others don't. Be very clear about that. Just one thing, one thing that is, you know what? Um, I don't know. Uh, Serena's lotion is the best because it's naturally great for your skin. I don't know. Stay with me, right? So, um, no, no artificial, no, no toxic, right? So that's the one thing that that's great for you. And then find out how you can relate that back to one of the things that the customer is telling you that they need. Find ways to navigate um, if they were to tell you this question, which is one of the things that my clients hate most about when they tell you when you tell them the price and then they tell you, I have to think about it. Right. And it's like, oh, thank you. I have to I'll, I'll think about it. Ask them straight up, what is it that you, what, what is it that you need to make a decision today? Those are two tips that I would live with you to ask yourself. One is to really figure out what it is that you fear, get that really clear. And then two, find out what it is that makes your business so super unique right? What your product so super unique, what your service so super unique that you feel like you can truly talk to the customer passionately about that, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that, you know, this part of your business, figure that out. Then third, figure out a, a way to overcome that question that you dread a lot. So whatever question is that is triggering that fear for you, like, what if they say this? Or what if they say that? Like that specific question. And it could be multiple questions, but for, for the purpose of this podcast, just think of one. Um, think of that question and then see how you could come up with a way to, to um, redirect the question, to bring them back, to make the conversation, um, to redirect the conversation. So you can have more control of the conversation and the flow of the conversation to get them to where you want the conversation to go. 
So I hope this was helpful. And um, that is what I wanted to talk about today was how fear could be killing your business. And you don't even realize that the how you see cells, your fear of cell, your, your negative narrative around cells is probably one of the main thing killing yourselves and not necessarily a lack of skills around cells um, specifically. So the verse that I want to leave with you guys today um, is a verse that I tell myself all the time. And I try to remind myself all the time um, when I, whenever I am fearful about anything um, is this verse. It's found in Joshua 1 verse 9. Have I not commended you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I have, let me tell you something. This verse um, this year have made me cry so many times when I start like having huge panic attack, especially around doing this podcast when I felt God was telling me to do it. And then the first time I decided, okay, I'm going to just go ahead and press record and start recording and, um, hopefully stumble my way into figuring out what it is I'm doing since I don't do podcasting. Um, but this really helped to comfort me. And first realizing that it's in this verse, particularly, he's saying, this is not an option. I'm commending you. This is an order. I'm telling you to be strong. I'm telling you to be courageous. I'm telling you not to be afraid. And I'm telling you not to be discouraged. Because guess what? I, God, is with you wherever you go. So this is how I read it to myself when I start like freaking out and trying to, to come up with like, okay, like how do I structure this contract? Like, how do I go about this and start panicking because I'm trying to rely on my own strength? I'll remind myself of this and read this verse. So I challenge you the same way when you are dealing with certain situations, especially around sales and trying to figure out how to navigate that conversation, the sales conversation, particularly, I ask you to ask God to be with you and be reminded that there is nothing to fear, that God is with you. You can be strong. You can be courageous. You don't need to be discouraged. And that he will be with you and he will keep you. And if you ask the Holy Spirit, he will always guide you. Remember, he is here to teach us, to instruct us, and to give us counsel and to keep his eye on us as we grow into our businesses. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. I hope you were blessed by it. And I hope that next time that you start feeling any type of fear around asking for the sale or around, you know, telling people what your prices are to be a little bit more confident and hopefully those tips, you will put them into practice 
and um, let me know. Did you put them into practice? What was the result? Do you still feel silly um, or, you know, a little bit afraid when you are asking for the sale? Um, any subject that you would like me to talk about around sales conversation, um, put send me a voice note. I would love to hear more about what your challenges are and found ways to help you. God bless. And I will talk to you on our next episode. Bye.